This is Mouth Media Network, the business of being heard. Hi, I'm Allie Egan. I'm the founder and CEO of Veracity Self-Care. And what I love about beauty is the blend of the science with the creative. So it's not just enough to have a beautiful brand or package, but to me, you really need to have the science behind it to make it worth putting on your face every day. And I think about that like myself, I'm very left brain and right brain. From New York City, you're listening to Beauty Is Your Business, covering the intersection of innovation and business in the beauty industry. Allie, thank you so much for joining us on Beauty Is Your Business. I'm so excited to finally have you on the show. Thanks for having me. This is Karen Moon, and I'm here with my amazing co-host, Abby Wallach. Hi, Karen. Nice to meet you, Allie. So, I mean, let's just start. One, I love the way that you call this not a skincare brand, but a self-care brand. Plus, I think you have this enviable experience that any beauty entrepreneur would want to have. It's kind of like the perfect background to launch something. But let's start with veracity. What was the customer and market opportunity you saw? And how did you get started in your journey? And why was this the next step in your career? Sure. So, you know, I had worked in skincare. I'd worked at Estee Lauder at some of their best brands. So Clinique, Origins, and La Mer, and loved it, of course. And honestly, never really saw myself necessarily like starting another brand. Like it's such a crowded space. Like to me, you really need to have a need to exist. But sort of in the background of my career, I was going through some personal stuff, which ended up being the inspiration ultimately for veracity. Long story short, like a lot of women, like my skin was sort of fine until one day something changed. And all of a sudden I was getting these like dry flaky patches that I couldn't figure out. And they were like ugly. And I was went to my dermatologist a couple of times, Googled everything under the sun, as you can imagine. And just kind of went through this seesaw of like getting some relief and then it kind of rearing its ugly head again and just thought I would have to deal with it. And this went for like three and a half years until unrelated. I went in, I was trying to start a family with my husband and we were not having success. And so I went in for some fertility related hormone testing and uncovered that I had an issue with my thyroid which was both causing my fertility issues and as well as my skin issues. And it was for at that moment of me, it was kind of like that aha moment of like, oh my goodness, like I've worked in skincare. I am going to my doctor. I'm like the most educated person in this. And so like, I don't have the tools to help me either figure out like what's the real driver of like what's happening on my face and then like what that really means for my overall health. And so That was really like the inspiration and the need that exists. Like, I think there's been a lot out there in the market of talking about more like wellness and self-care, but I didn't see, you know, really someone pioneering, connecting the more of the health side to the beauty side. And that's what I wanted to do with Veracity. Amazing. Can you walk us through, it's personalized and a lot of people say personalized, but there's something more special here, right? Can you walk us through the customer journey? Sure. So I'm partway there, by the way. Okay, great. Let me just preface it by the fact of like, obviously, like my background is not in healthcare, but like we want it to be really science and health driven. And so, you know, when I started thinking about how to even form the company and think about what we wanted to do, like the first thing I did was I think I literally talked to 100 physicians across practice areas. 
and been like, is there a there there? What could we be testing in people to really get to their personal needs? And built a holistic medical advisory board, which is not just a dermatologist, but we have an amazing dermatologist who's the head of Mount Sinai West. But we also have an endocrinologist, a functional medicine doctor, an OB, and a nutritionist. And we started looking at sort of all the biomarkers that you could test that have proven science that are related to skin health and that we can learn something about someone's unique skin and health by testing them and and then thus get them better products and and really help them sort of understand the underlying factors. So with all that, we created our skin plus health test, which is a at-home super simple saliva test. I always say it's very much like 23andMe kind of experience. You just spit in a small tube and you mail it back. And within two weeks, you should have your personalized insights. So you get like a really easy to kind of comprehend account with like, here are my biomarkers, here's what my estrogen is, here's my cortisol, and here's what it means for my skin health, my overall health, and here are the products and ingredients that can sort of support that rebalancing my skin health. And then we've kind of gone a step further, like, you know, there's so many personalized skincare brands out there. And they, you know, you go through like a kind of quiz process, if you would, and then it you know, spits out like three products and you're supposed to like check out and just try them kind of thing. And and we wanted to do two things is really connect the dots between like, I call it to my team all the time. I say, we're creating this new version of trust. It's not just about pretty packaging or some influencer using it, but it's like, here's your numbers. The research shows that if you have low estrogen, for example, you're likely to be producing less collagen and your skin barrier is compromised. So here are the ingredients that help to counteract that. And then going one step further and saying, look, the skincare that you put on your face topically does help to treat symptoms. But like, if you really want to get long-term results and long-term skin health, you need to start like sort of treating the underlying root causes. So you also get specific supplement, diet, and lifestyle recommendations. I always say it's like actionable wellness. So not like not like hoity-toity, like, oh, you you should stop drinking alcohol or, or cut out all dairy, but like sort of proactive steps that you can take. Amazing. And it's so interesting because there's so many tests now and I've done the 23andMe's and everything, but like it's hard to get any actionable insights. Here I'm looking and you see what you should be doing next. It's just like so much more actionable. It's interesting that this is where you guys started and it just makes so much more sense. It's such a great, interesting idea. I've spent a lot of time in the functional medicine world, and I'm curious to know, um, on a more personal level, and I had some thyroid issues too over the years, so I'm curious to know, as you were formulating the method and the process to create the test and move it forward, how did you go about that? How did you, because there's so many variables, right? Like how did you approach gathering the intelligence from your panel of experts? How did you put that together in a way that it would become meaningful for the customer? And then how do you tackle what that information is that goes back to them? How does it come back to them? Is it all data-driven? By data-driven, you mean like kind of algorithm-based? Is that what yeah, you mean? like how yeah. do you, yeah. Mm-hmm. So once you do that, I have the test. I'm, I'm yeah, going to yeah. do it. Okay, good. <laughs> so you gather all of the information, right, from all yeah, of these, yeah. your, your experts. So when you went through that process, what would, could you take us like on a deep dive of that process? Yeah. How you got to the next part of the, then doing the product and then like, I would like to know the deeper layers of it. Sure, sure. And there's so much to it. So interrupt me if I am getting too deep into something. But 
we basically, with each of our physicians, right? So derm, OB, functional medicine, endocrinologist, nutritionist, we started saying, what biomarkers are relevant to skin? And we literally had a huge list. And so that includes a ton of hormones. I mean, we're really all about like hormonal health because I think the women understand implicitly that, you know, hormones are driving their skin. They see it every month. They see it when they're stressed, et cetera. Um, But obviously some other biomarkers too, like ferritin and vitamin D and, and, you know, food sensitivities and things like that. And we started digging into, okay, what is the existing medical research out there? So we're marrying that with obviously like the clinical experience from our physicians along with the actual medical research. So everything we measure, we have like an existing medical research study that sort of proves like, you know, a lack of testosterone typically leads to drier skin because you don't have that sebum production that you're needing. Because that was important to me, right? Like I am so excited about this opportunity. Like, of course, we're going to learn so much more because quite frankly, women's hormonal health is an area that's been sort of understudied. Like basically everything focuses on like, puberty or menopause. And then like, we're just all left to our own devices in between. But it's important to make everything sort of real research based and fact based. So we started looking at the biomarkers that are relevant to skin, and that if we measured them, we would then be able to like, do the so what about it, because I think it's like, okay, you can measure things. But if you don't know the so what, like, for example, there's a bunch of skin DNA testing companies that are basically like 23andMe, but like testing DNA and then trying to derive personalized skincare recommendations from that. And the problem with that, quite frankly, is there's not enough research to say definitively if this gene is present, then this will be happening on the skin, right? So that's one. The second is that we all know that our skin changes like all the time and DNA never changes, right? So like what that has to be missing some insights and like the thing about our sort of tests and process is that it is completely relevant and valid, but like you should be retesting over time to sort of understand what your new baseline is and what's sort of best for your skin and your overall health at that given point in time. And then the last thing we looked at was just like how we can test some of these biomarkers. So our test is through saliva. So all of our biomarkers can be accurately tested via saliva. There are other biomarkers that we want to test and we will be adding like new tests in the future, but they require just like different methods of collection. So like vitamin D, for example, you have to collect via blood samples. So you could do that like via like an at-home like finger prick test. But what was important to me is that we like introduce this concept and the value of testing to the world. And like the best way to do that really is through like a really like I call it credible but not clinical experience and that's like what you see in the brand as well it's like we make it super easy for you to understand and I always say like you can always dig in more but if you aren't like super into the science you can sort of get all the benefits and the learnings without having to like deal with this sort of like super clinical tone and process and experience so I'm interested in when you talk about the DNA part right your DNA does not change, but your skin, your hair, your, everything about us changes as we age, right? Yeah. So that's so interesting. So with the product and with the testing, how often do you suggest that your customer, you know, it's a journey, right? We're all evolving, hopefully, as we yeah. age. How do you position that? What's the journey that they're on? And how often do you suggest that they be testing their saliva to get the information that they need? How often does it change? 
Like how often yeah. do, are we change? You know what I mean? The short answer is that it changes depending on just like what else is going on in your life, right? Like you could take the test once and then, you know, your results a year or two later could be very, very similar. Or you could like be going through an incredibly stressful time at work and like then your cortisol is out of whack and your whole body is is sort of imbalanced. So it's a little bit of a personalized need of we recommend testing kind of every six months or 12 months, depending on your need, or definitely anytime you sort of have like a life moment, right? So that could be getting pregnant, postpartum, stress, early signs of menopause, any of those things, like we recommend sort of getting your new baseline. So what's next then? What's the vision? Um, You know, you have the test. How do you recommend what someone should do to help fix the problems? Yeah, well, I guess we launched first with our test, but like, it's important to me to not just have the diagnostic and not have like the sort of support of like, now, how do I have great product that really supports that? So we are launching our line of skincare in um, later June. And super excited about that, because I think we're sort of pioneering what I call like endocrine disruptor free skincare. So, you know, it's important to me to take this like method and message of hormonal health, like from the diagnostic all the way through the product and the results. So we worked with a a woman who's a PhD in hormonal health to help develop our formulation guidelines. So we went sort of well beyond even the Sephora Credo Clean and said, because it's not just about all natural or non-chemical, there are actually a lot of natural ingredients that are also known endocrine disruptors, such as soy, for example. And it's my belief that like, you shouldn't be putting something on your face that's going to be messing with your hormones. And the vision is really to be able to create effective clinically proven skincare that also doesn't just like, you know, interrupt your health. Like, so I I know so many women and I just had my first child finally uh, in August. And I know so many women like finally get like clean when they're pregnant, right? Or they're just about to get pregnant. And I think that, you know, we wanted to really offer a, a line of skincare that works just as well as anyone out there, but it's sort of safe for all those life moments. So all of our line is also safe for pregnancy and breastfeeding. And so super excited to introduce that to the world. But I would say like, you know, for a long-term vision, like what I'm just so excited about is changing the way people think about finding what's right for them. So it's not about like some influencer you follow or just the prettiest packaging or whatever. It's about really understanding like what is going on in your body and what are the ingredients, both from a skincare perspective, as well as a diet perspective and other lifestyle, they're really going to help sort of re-support and balance and like really bring sort of the health and wellness component into personal care in a much more bigger, meaningful way. So is your goal to offer that valuable and insightful information to the consumer and then follow it up with deeper levels of not only product, but content and information to guide them? Because that I would think, okay, so great. I got all, I have all this information. That's super helpful. Now, what do I do? (laughs) How do I get, how do I get better? Or how do I look better or whatever? Exactly. No. And I think that's, it's funny because like all of our early customers, I say like, they just keep wanting more, which is like the greatest thing. So when we're like, here's your results, here's sort of like the baseline behind it. And like, you know, here's three things you can start eating that'll help. And then they're like, well, what else can I do? And I, that to me is just like, that like sort of reinforces the mission of like, 
by starting with an area like skin that people just everyone wants to like improve right and look better like if we can also get people more excited about like caring for their underlying health like on that journey like that's so awesome and then like we're definitely building out like a very content rich so you take our test and like you know, it's a real lab test reviewed by a physician and you get these very personalized insights, but like, it doesn't just sort of stop there. Like we don't just give you one like data dump and that's all you ever get. But like, you know, after a few months later, we kind of send you updates. An example might be like, if you have low estrogen, like it's shown that like intense cardio, for example, like actually depresses estrogen levels. So we would be recommending like to kind of avoid like intense cardio for the next two to three weeks. And then we give you sort of steps and tips for adding that back if that's what you would like in your life, you know, as you get sort of back to baseline a bit more. That's so interesting. It's almost like there's, I've been seeing more actually in the men's space, like hormonal health is actually becoming a problem increasingly in young men. And it's just weird that it's accelerating. I'm curious, like, you know, as someone totally new, like, what are the common hormonal issues that people might not know about, you know, and they might learn? Well, there's so many. I mean, honestly, Abby, it's crazy that you said you also have like thyroid issues, like Mm -hmm. thyroid issues in women are, are so prevalent. And like, I actually, now that you say that my mom had thyroid issues. Yeah. And no one talks about it. (laughs) But your thyroid is the key to your hormonal balance or imbalance, right? So that's where it really begins. Right, right. It's sort of that driver. But there's also so like 20 to 25% of women are thought to have some type of thyroid condition. Another 10 to 20% of women are thought to have like PCOS. There's honestly so many like clinical conditions as well as just the effects of sort of hormonal imbalances and fluctuation on skin. So you see this like through, you know, for example, like what they call the mask of pregnancy, like when people get sort of hyperpigmentation and melasma, that's because you're basically estrogen is on like overdrive, but the effects of like excess estrogen are also seen in normal skin. And estrogen dominance is like very, very prevalent in the population. And and it doesn't just mean, it doesn't show up for a lot of people because if you just test estrogen alone, it may look sort of like normal or completely normal, but it's sort of the ratio of estrogen to your progesterone levels. And honestly, like in the world of where so many, especially young women are on hormonal birth control, which suppresses progesterone levels, like these effects are just becoming more and more amplified. Retail. This week, we are buzzing about retail and it roaring back to life in 2021. 34% of brands and retailers will grow their physical retail investment this year. This came from a study from Glossy and Modern Retail. I'm Jessica Quick. And I'm Denise Dante, and we are the founders of Buzz Beauty. And we wrote a book called Whip Fire Money, an international guidebook for beauty brands looking to go global. That information that you shared with us, Jessica, was really great to see retail coming back. There are some great ideas that you can put into motion to restart your retail sell-through programs. So we've been watching a few brands, and I have to say there's some really great ideas out there. The first one is giving product to retail staff. It's a great investment. Store managers and employees, they may be your best salespeople. 
We've seen brands create digital product education. I love this. It allows the consumers and the retail staff to get to know the brand. And then, of course, sample, create promotions, and have a robust activity calendar for the retailer. Those are great ideas, Jessica, and ones that we've seen work over and over again. So thanks for sharing those. If you want more information on what brands are doing to restart their retail programs, head over to buzzbeauty.com backslash diary. And that's buzz, B-U-Z-Z, beauty, B-E-A-U-T-E, dot com backslash diary. I'm just curious. I'm thinking more on the business side than as opposed to the science. So you get the test. Is your goal to ultimately build out distribution within medical practices and functional medicine offices or like where I'm, I'm curious to know where you're going to go from this first stage of the business with this testing to yeah. then you'll have your product. So what's your ultimate goal to take what you've developed? And is it patented? Yeah. So I would say so no, but our process is sort of very proprietary. And we do have a very unique methodology of what I say, like, we basically break down the, if you were to take a hormone test, like for example, with your doctor, they would run a panel, they would look at like what's called the lab normal range, which is basically about two standard deviations, which is a super wide range. And and most likely you would end up like kind of somewhere in that range for most of your biomarkers. And then they would say like, Abby, like, great to see you come see me again in a year, like you're not dying, right? But like, we're not in the business of like diagnosing diseases. <laughs> we're in the business of like optimizing health, I say. So we actually break down that lab normal range. And we say like, look, yeah, you're not you're you're healthy, but like you're at the low end of normal. And that's what this means for your, for your skin and your health. So we kind of get much more granular and specific. And that is, you know, sort of our unique methodology and process from that standpoint. But the, you know, the vision is really so just to clarify too, like, our product, like the actual like physical, I'm showing a little sample, it's not bespoke. So it is not like Karen or Abby's perfect formula. And, and that to me, the personalization lies in sort of the diagnostic and understanding what's right for you and your skin and not on the sort of one-to-one product side for a couple of reasons. Like I think customers really see through that now, right? Like they're like, okay, yeah, this isn't like made for me. And then more importantly, like what's important is that the formulas work and you can't do clinical testing if you're adding in fragrance to make it look nice or these kind of like little areas where it doesn't really drive performance. So we've taken like kind of the same approach that your doctor would take. Like, I don't think anyone I know actually has been sent to like a compounding pharmacy to get like a specific prescription for like an antibiotic. But you, you would go to your doctor and they would choose one of like the five that's best for you. And honestly, like so the name veracity means a habitual truthfulness. And so that's sort of our commitment to be very honest in what we're doing and what we can do and don't do. We're launching direct to consumer. And that's really important because we want to own this like full experience of the tests and the results and the understanding and that that whole 360 experience. But I do see us going into retail at the appropriate time, both for our testing kit and for our product to kind of get that out more into the world. And then on the clinical side, like working with physicians, we've already started doing this in a, in a small way, but I, I want to build this out more over time as well is, 
I call it like our sort of two-way referral where, you know, we're going to be learning things about our customers and being able to help them then get care that we can't provide. So if someone came and took our test and they realized they had elevated levels of DHEA and testosterone, like that is a telltale sign of PCOS. So we would want to advise them just like, hey, you should go see your OB and, and get checked for these things. And sort of through building that referral, like we can also have physicians send patients to us, hopefully, and, and explore the sort of more cosmetic side of their skincare with us. I was going to ask you about the personalization end on the product and your answer makes so much sense because I totally buy in to the personalized thing. So then on the other ones, is it just not like, because they can't test, right? And so it's the main product differentiator. I can learn more about my, you know, needs and, and stuff like that. And then is the main differentiator from the product standpoint that it's endocrine free then? And is that like the key differentiator versus other skincare products or supplements or whatever you guys are doing? Yeah, that's the number one differentiator is it's this like everything works and we're at, it's actually hormonally safe. The second is all of our formulas, like we developed completely proprietary. We did not go to contract manufacturers. We developed them based on the science of what we we're seeing on the skin side and, and looking for ingredients that could really are proven to counterbalance those. So we do have very sort of innovative forms. Like even in our brightening support product, we use the most advanced form of vitamin C that's the most stable, you know, so, so the ingredient story themselves are, are quite innovative, but really like anybody should expect like the products to work. And what's the sort of greater benefit is that they work and they're safe. <laughs> Got it. Do a lot of beauty products have like hormonal things or endocrine, like what are the other ingredients that are like common in beauty products? I mean, there's obviously so many of the like sort of normal ones that people now talk about, like parabens and phthalates and all those things are, are endocrine disruptors. But honestly, it's also the packaging. So like plastic itself, even BPA-free plastic is hard to verify. And that is like the number one endocrine disruptor. Like it's it's scary when you start thinking about like looking around your house and like all the plastic that you use and put in your dishwasher and it like is slowly like getting into your bloodstream and into your product. So all of our packaging is is glass. So we're kind of avoiding all of that. And and also like, you know, telling people about that in their in their broader lives. But then we looked at both the the chemical side of things that are unsafe, as well as the natural side. So like I was saying, like soy is an endocrine disruptor. And like, that's heavily used in skincare and clean skincare. Lavender, anything with fragrance is a huge endocrine disruptor. The kind of list goes on. And, you know, you should see our formulation guidelines. I think I scared my contract manufacturer when we were, and chemists when we were showing them this. But, you know, that rigor is sort of what's important. And quite frankly, it's like an area where it's still going to be emerging over time. And like, that's sort of part of our, you know, dedication as a brand to, to be like reviewing this and, and staying up to date with all the current research and making sure, but like, we're, we're just super conservative about it. Like I took out an ingredient from one of our products that we were thinking about formulated that had one study that showed that it might disrupt testosterone levels. One study, right. Of like a very small, like uh, 30 people or something like that. And I was like, you know what, not worth it. Right. It might turn out to be safe, but like, let's, let's avoid it if we don't have, have to use it. I love it. You're creating the new standard. <laughs> so when you're going through the process to create the products, are you 
doing clinical testing and perceptual testing? Like, how are you tackling that? Because it's kind of like a big deal that, you know, now you have these results, right? So you really are in a powerful position to not only help and guide people, but to offer them a solution that can really benefit their life. But I would think that there's so many things that go into that to make sure that it's done properly. Totally. From a clinical point of view, perceptual point of view, all of that. Yeah. So we, we've done testing and then we're actually getting ready to do even more clinical testing on mm. showing the results of someone just using the product. And then of some other a group of people using the product after having gotten the test. So they're not only mm. using the product, but also getting their diet and lifestyle recommendations. I fully believe like that's how you even get better results, right? Like mm-hmm. our product does a lot, but it's also by you taking care of your underlying health. Like I, I joke with my team and I'm like, you know, people can put the best skincare on their face, but if they're like eating pizza and sit lying on the couch, <laughs> like they're probably going to have some issues. And so, you know, I, I think it'll be really cool to show like, look, when you follow and there, you know, our guidelines are not like these inaccessible, like wellness regimes where it's like, you have to drink celery juice, like only in the morning. It's very like, it's like talking about like basic vitamins and nutrients that are best suited for your body. And so, you know, I'm really excited to show that like, when you do all of those things together, the results are even amplified above that. That was my next question, actually, about vitamins and how you're thinking about vitamins and will you create your own vitamin routine? And it's so hot right now. I think I always feel so much better when I'm taking vitamins, like everything works better, right? Like your hair grows, your nails (laughs) feel stronger. Like really, it does. I spent a lot of time in this this area. I love it. It's fascinating. It is fascinating. But like, honestly, there there needs to be more transparency around it because like, for example, like in beauty, like biotin, right? Like everyone knows biotin. But actually, like, and and Dr. Lam, our dermatologist, talks about this all the time. Like, biotin is actually proven to cause acne in a like a fair amount of people. Like, so it shouldn't just be like it is actually important that you understand like your own baseline to understand even like what supplements are going to better support your sort of like beauty and wellness routine. So right now we recommend third party vitamins because we wanted to start in skin, but it's absolutely like something I see us doing in the future. I really like my passion coming from my experience with sort of the functional medicine world is not just doing like another multivitamin or something, but really these specialized sort of vitamins and and herbs and this meld of like sort of Eastern and Western medicine that help to really support underlying health and hormonal health. Like there's chasteberry, for example, is really great for women that are like have lower progesterone and potentially irregular cycles. And that affects like your skin as well. And so there's so many amazing supplements that we can, you know, sort of be helped to bring to the beauty space as well. It's so interesting. It's like, now you just think about, there's like so many like myths in what we think is good for us. And, you know, like the ingredient stories that are told anymore. makes it seem like it's good. And, you know, it's just, it's so confusing. This is like fascinating. I was just like reading through the glossary on your website and just like the fun facts and stuff. It's just like, I need my recommendation. I'm confused. <laughs> Super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm so excited for you to get your results. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Because I mean, I also have like food sensitivities and there's all these different things that happen, you know, over time in life. And you just like, you know, you're, we're always trying to be at our best like performance, like peak performance or whatever. And you, there's like the idea that something we're eating can totally change that is like really interesting. 
Yeah. And I, I feel like, you know, it's the amazing thing about sort of Google and the internet, right. Is there's so much out there, but like, really it's like, it's, you just get the sort of first result and you trust that as like God, right. You're like, Oh, biotin, or this is what I need to be doing. And like, I think, you know, we all need to be much more discerning about like where we're getting our information from and sort of what the like research and facts behind that is. And so that's what like we're trying to do. And then also it's about like, it's about creating a beautiful like customer experience too. Like, I mean, you can see the website, like I, this credible, but not clinical experience is like really, really important to me that like, you know, you're not sacrificing this amazing like content and insights for something that like gets you excited and you're, you know, really proud. And and so we built this brand that's really about, I would say like empowering yourself to make the best decisions for yourself. Cause like as much as we can even have insights to you, like you're going to have to marry that with like the fact that, you know, if you eat dairy, like your stomach gets upset and that has something to do with it. But hopefully like we wanted to start out simple, but like we will be adding sort of like other forms of testing over time. So like food sensitivity is a big one I want to like sort of bring on to people really mm. soon because like you know, so many women have read like and you see it all over Instagram and stuff like oh if you have acne you should cut out dairy and that definitely is like a big inflammatory food but like wouldn't it be great to know if you do <laughs> and so and like that's what testing can do. You're so right. And you know what I love what you're, about what you're doing? You're making it accessible. You're making it accessible in a way that it steps out of the actual functional medicine world, which even though it's not clinical and medical, it is, and it's extremely expensive. It's crazy. And you're getting these experts, but there are so many women throughout the different age groups, right, that have yeah. struggles and challenges. So I don't know. I see lots of opportunity for you. I think it's very exciting. Something I we're we're already doing in a small scale, but I think will be really great too is like connecting women to each other, right? Like, because that's mm-hmm. also how you solve. I issues, love that, right? So we can start to say like this person has similar results to you. I mean, it would totally be opt in. You're not like sharing any personal information if you wouldn't like to, but like you can be like, what worked for you, right? Like that's mm-hmm. like that's where the real. I love come that. From. That's great, especially now is like our world is so much more connected than we've ever been giving valuable insights. Cause even the littlest tip could, you know, help somebody in a way that you, it could be a life changer really, you know, and especially through the decades, I always think I've have all these amazing women in my life that are much older than me. And every conversation, I learn so much from them, but they learn so much from me because we look at the world from different points of view and we may use different things. And I think back to my grandmother who was 99, you know, the littlest thing, right, can just be a life changer for you. And there's so many new things today on the market, but you still have to be careful and a conscious consumer and investigate. It doesn't take away from that. But I think the conversation is really powerful between women of different ages. No, I love it. And then I have a question on that. Like, who's your target audience? And like, is it just women who are later in their lives or a life change? Or is it actually really early on to be, you know, think about it from a preventative standpoint? It's both. I mean, I would say our ultimate goal is really to serve sort of all women from puberty through menopause. But like, when we think about like sort of who we're talking to mostly today, I would say it is any women from their mid to late 20s up through like perimenopause. And it's these times when you're really going through these hormonal changes again, whether they be like bigger life moments, like 
accelerated aging through perimenopause or stress and like what that does to your to your skin and your health. And then of course, like sort of like the the wellness geek, if you would, right? Like there are so many like myself <laughs> who like, you know, you kind of like you're you ride your Peloton and you want to know like what's you want to know your stats and you want to know like what's going on and be an informed consumer. And that's definitely like that message has definitely resonated with our customers so far. Amazing. So excited to follow this journey. Now we're in such an age where everything's technical, right? So anything you want to know, it's right there for you to every exactly. app, every, you know, your steps that you take. I don't know, whatever you do. Not that I'm looking, but I'm just saying it's all there <laughs> for you to know. I haven't spent a lot of time watching. I'm a little too busy. But if you think about it, actually, it's fun. Like every single thing can be clocked, you know, and every... Yeah. We don't want to become robots, but I'm just saying it's kind of cool that you can actually evaluate a lot of things. And I think that's just going to become bigger and bigger in all industries. Totally. And, and it's, helpful. Like, it's like, why not? Why not? know, Right. Like, especially <laughs> totally. like, especially with stress, like we measure cortisol. And like, I basically, if you asked, oh, if you surveyed women, I'm pretty sure everyone would say they're stressed. But like, are you stressed to the point that it's like affecting your biology and your skin? And like, thus, what are the steps? And like, to be able to know that is so cool. That's fascinating. Well, maybe coming it. out of COVID, we'll all be a little more relaxed and a little a little <laughs> calm. I mean, we're New Yorkers. So are you in New York, Allie? Yeah, you, yeah. I'm in, okay. You can't tell by so, all the furniture in the background. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, we're just in a different world today. I was in the city the other day and it was just crazy busy, but I'm thinking maybe things will be a little calmer and that'll just help people, you know, in their day-to-day -day life. Wouldn't that be nice? I will. I hope just everyone feels like revived and refreshed a little bit about getting back out into the world. I know I'm excited to to see people again. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's time for us to get out, get out into the world. It's a little crazy. I was actually in the city the other day and I felt very, very proud to be a New Yorker, ladies, because everyone everywhere was wearing a mask. There were lots of little children, you know, with their little masks and oh, little cute. troops going yeah. to school and crossing the street. And it just made me feel like we're in a much better position today because we listened. And, yeah. you know, it, I think it's important to recognize that as a community and hey, there's nothing like New York, right? <laughs> exactly. So Allie, thank you so much. I feel like I learned so much from this and I have more questions. So it's already like addictive. I could see I could see this being very successful. But thanks so much for sharing you know more about the business. I'm really excited to get to know you, the veracity of Allie. And so up next we're going to hit the pan <laughs> where we get to know her at a more personal level. You're rolling, Mark. Oh, yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Mark Rako. And I am Puffin Ball. And we are two of the hosts of Fashion Is Your Business, which is a weekly show. And in part, it's about fashion tech, but it's also about the intersection of business and technology, innovation, e-commerce, business strategy, you name it, we probably talk about it. We've had many people on the show over the last six years, we've been we've not missed a week. Every week we've had at least one show. That's more than 350 episodes uh, with some of the foremost fashion technology. Wait, have, have we, we uh, I, I don't actually know this stat. Are, have we ever missed a week? I don't think we've ever missed a week in one That's way or another crazy. presenting some value. But uh, but enough about us. Let's talk about you. 
Wow. Um, no, look, if I'm going to throw my promo out there, I'll say that as a retail strategist, uh, we go very deep into um, really curating the conversation. So whether they be investors or futurists, strategists, um, a lot of technology founders, I mean, uh, brand leaders, the, the conversations and the wealth and the, the spectrum of people that have been on the show are, are incredible. And to think back on the last six years, which I, I actually did not know it was six years. I was going to say five, but still... Um, unbelievable uh, the the breadth of information that's in here and yeah uh, I've learned a ton so I'm assuming other folks would learn a ton as well look to us it's been like a master class covering everything from textiles to retail and everything in between it covers business news from startups to conglomerates and the show is a fun and accessible morning radio vibe. Uh, we have fun and you will too. But the main thing is whether or not you are in the fashion industry or fashion technology, there's something here for everybody. You'll hear us every Tuesday without fail on Fashion Is Your Business. And guess what? You can find it pretty much anywhere you find your best podcasts. Everywhere from Spotify to Apple to Stitcher to Google. All of the things. All of the things. All fashion the things. is your business. And so we're going to hit the pan with Allie to see who gets to ask the first question. I'm going to take a spin at the salon chair. Actually, I'm going to take a spin at the physician's chair. And it lands on Abby. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, Allie, I have to say you look very lovely sitting there. Your skin looks gorgeous. Your hair looks beautiful. I heard someone in the background. I'm just wondering, tell us a little bit about your day-to-day skincare and lifestyle routine that keeps your stress level low? Sure. Well, I'm not, I think I, <laughs> you fake it till you make it. I have an eight month old now. So um, I'm lucky that wow. uh, dry shampoo exists because I wash my hair like once or twice a week. Um, <laughs> but for me, it's about, I've learned like I am a morning person, so I need to get to bed by a certain time and like try not to like take too much shame in that. And go to bed at my grandma sleep time. And then daily sort of movement is is really important to me. So I'm I've grew up like as a runner, and I still like getting out the door as much as I can going through Central Park every day. And then obviously, from a skincare routine, now I'm using all of our products. So hopefully that is a good advertisement there. But really, to me, it's also about like not overusing things like from working at Lauder to then, you know, in, in my previous life, I was an investor at L. Catterton and a lot of beauty businesses. And I always had this like treasure box of like, you know, free stuff and product. And I think that there's been, been this like sort of overwhelming time of, of like, just try this or try this for that. And, and I think sort of like a little bit of like less is more is, has been helpful for me and my skin. Amazing. Love it. Take another spin and it lands on me because it has to, you know, <laughs> but so I guess we're in 20, 20, I mean, crazy year, right? Of <laughs> The past year we've had. Let's imagine we're one year out. It's 2022 now. What are the two most amazing things that happened? 
Well, obviously we'll have fully launched the everything for our skincare and our tests. And hopefully that's successful from, from the business standpoint. But like, honestly, what I've been, I've been in sort of like early stage companies and big companies across the board, but this is my first time, like with it being my own business and sort of like, you know, my name on the door for lack of a better phrase in And what has just been so touching to me is like, you know, we're still a baby brand, but like we've had customers write in and tell us like, I'm so excited to get an understanding of what's going on in my skin and my health and write back to us after they've gotten results and be like, oh my God, I had no idea that this was going on in my body and it makes so much sense. And like, so just from a like impact level, I would love to just sort of give as many women as possible more of that like aha moment. Amazing. Do you have any final thoughts for our listeners? I guess just that I'd love for everyone to like help explore, you know, their own skin and health and to check us out and and let us know like what questions you have. I mean, we have an amazing content site too, that we're trying to like push and write like really interesting topics on like what getting off birth control is going to do to your skin or what fertility treatments do to your skin. So really like kind of a more like life moment and science-based approach to, to skin. And so we just like, we will learn what is interesting to people. So the more feedback, the better. <laughs> What's the best way for listeners to get in touch? Is there like an Instagram to follow? Yeah, sure. We're at Veracity Self Care on Instagram and veracityselfcare.com. Well, thanks so much for um, sharing all this wealth of knowledge. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to definitely go down a rabbit hole tonight and like learn more. I really, really <laughs> appreciate having you on the show. And we're so excited to follow you and where this goes. I think it's just, it seems to make so much more, so much sense. And it's, you know, certainly the right time for the industry and for people. So thanks. Definitely. Well, thank you for having me and hope you guys enjoy this beautiful day and weekend. And as always, it's so much fun to do this with you, Abby. Thanks for being on the show and being my co-host. Thanks, Kat. So great to meet you, Allie. Wishing you so much success. Very exciting business. Thank you, Abby. And thanks to all our listeners. We'll see you on the next one. Hugs and kisses. This has been Beauty Is Your Business. Produced by Mouth Media Network. Copyright 2021. Keep in touch on Instagram and Facebook at Mouth Media Network and find prior episodes at beautyisyourbusiness.com and wherever the best podcasts are found. Your brand message can be on this show. Email us to find out more at podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. Thank you for listening.